Welcome to Navigating the Modern World, a place to gain skills or new ways of thinking, coping, or approaching the areas of life that you may feel stuck, stagnant, fearful, or challenged. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Navigating the Modern World. My name is Kimberly Johnson. I am your host. I'm a mindset shifter, a peace warrior, and a sex advocate. I do life coaching and sex coaching here in the Denver, Colorado area. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to my website, KimberlyCoaching.com. Today, I want to talk about this sense of urgency. I have, since I was young, had two things kind of plague me. And one was that I would probably die young. And the other one was, which is connected to the first one, that since I was going to die young, that I had to do everything very quickly. And what that sent me into is from a young age a lot of pain and suffering and now as I enter my 30s I still experience this deep pain and suffering and so you know since I felt this way from such a young age I started doing things at a really young age so I lost my virginity when I was 13 I fell in love for the first time when I was like 15. Um, I got married when I was 19. I have already in the short time that I've been alive started three businesses. Um, I'm constantly going, going, going. I have tons of certifications, like more than I can even, um, describe. I mean, I'm, I'm trained as a yoga instructor. I'm trained as a personal trainer. I'm trained as an NLP expert. I'm trained as a life coach. I'm trained as I'm trained in owning a holistic business. Um, the list just goes on and on and on. And a lot of people look at my life and they think, wow, like she's done a lot. And she's really talented and look at all that she's done. And it begins this like comparison of who I am versus who they are. And what I notice is that then people like put me on this pedestal of that. I am this person who is in some way above them or better than them. And as I sit here today, I just first want to say that that is so not true. Um, And second, I want to say that actually this pattern has been super beneficial to me, I would say for sure, super beneficial. And as I sit here right now, I am in the thrust of another cycle of suffering where I have packed my life so full and I move so quickly that I am constantly in suffering. I'm constantly in suffering because I don't have enough time to do anything super well. I'm in a constant state of suffering because 
I believe that I should do all of this in order to like prove my worth to the world. I also am in a state of suffering because I literally have no time for self-care. I literally have no time for my relationship. I have no time to call my family regularly. I have no time to cook healthy meals every day. I literally have no time. And it's super, super painful. And I get into this rut where I feel like I can't let certain things go because of fear around money, because of fear what people will think of me, because of fear that like I'm going to miss out on something or I'm going to miss out on an opportunity that's, that could like, that could be the opportunity. And I was listening to this podcast yesterday, and it was a podcast where Wendell Berry was giving a sermon at a church. And for people that don't know Wendell Berry, um, he is this amazing writer, this amazing farmer. He also is a professor. He is known currently as the best essayist of our time. He is so amazing. And if you haven't checked out his work, I would highly suggest um, anything that he writes or speaks about. But I was listening to a podcast where he was doing this Sunday church service, this sermon, and he was talking about one of his pastors. So he, he, um, he owns a 60 acre farm on the Kentucky river. And he was talking about like how he farms all of this land. And one of the pieces of land, one of the pastures that he owns, um, hasn't been very fertile and that he was talking about diligence and hard work and what it actually means to create something. And he was talking about how it's kind of a lost art in our culture because we want everything quick and we fill our time so much up that we actually don't have the time to become masters or really good at one thing. And he has devoted his life to farming and agriculture and writing and he's brilliant at all of the, you know, the three or four things that he has chosen to do in this lifetime and never look back. Anyway, so he's talking about this piece of land, and he was saying that last year was the first year that it actually was thriving. And he then continues to say, and it took 17 years to get the soil just right. And he was talking about that it still isn't perfect. It could be better, and that he's going to continue working to make this one piece of land better. And I was like laying in bed and I was thinking about my current state of being. And I was thinking about all the ways that I let fear keep me in this pattern. And I was thinking about how I really don't have a disciplined practice either because I am so busy that I can very easily make excuses for all the reasons that I don't get up at 4 a.m. so that I have time to do the things that actually matter to me and do the things that are the soul-growing things 
that I know will help me in the next moment of my life or the next 10 years of my life or the next 20 years of my life. And he was talking about just like this, this diligence to really having the time to master something and to work on something until you actually see the fruit of what you worked on. And I think about all the ways that I lie to myself thinking like, no, that's, you know, like, I, it's okay, I can skip doing that, or I can skip this step because this will get me here quicker. And I can, now in my 30s, I can see that nothing that I've truly done has bared fruit, except for some of my spiritual stuff. Like my spiritual stuff and what I do in life coaching, I feel like I have been practicing pretty diligently for the last like seven years. But besides that, Besides that, nothing has really come to fruition. Nothing has, has bared fruit. And it's true that this, this moment is part of the diligence. Like this moment when I'm looking back at my life and I'm thinking, okay, what all have you done? And, and I'm totally not demeaning my life because my life has been so amazing. And also, I'm in the deep inquiry and curiosity of what I need to let go of so that I can actually do the work that I'm supposed to be doing here. So that I can actually be present in my life how I desire to be present in my life. And how I can actually have enough time in my days to take care of myself, eat the way I'm supposed to eat, um, that makes my body feel the best, do the practices that make me the most grounded, like doing all of the things that actually lead to a fruitful life instead of this packing full my schedule and working, 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 working and being so busy that all the things that actually matter get overlooked and they begin to be pushed back and they begin to be filled with excuses because of my exhaustion or because of the bazillion things on my schedule. And really learning to slow down enough, like Wendell Berry was saying, to cultivate something real to cultivate something that matters, to cultivate something that is so deep within my heart, I can feel it and I can feel that it wants to be birthed and I don't need to put an expectation on when it will be birthed, but I just need to keep doing the things that I know are birthing that thing I want to bring to life, which is presence which is compassion, which is loving kindness for other beings, which is being of service to the world. And I know the things. I know the things that make it possible for me to do those things. And in my life right now, very few of them are happening habitually. They happen kind of in dire circumstances. They're happening more when I have anxiety. Like I'm pulling out the practices out of my toolbox when I need them, but I'm not actually diligently practicing them. I'm practicing them in kind of an emergency type of way. 
And there's nothing wrong with this because look at what it has brought me. It has brought me to this moment of clarity and understanding. And I want to just say and speak to the part of us as humans that it is terrifying. And it's terrifying because we we always think of the worst. We always think of all the ways that everything could go wrong. Like if I say no to this or if I quit this so I have more time, that literally I'm going to become destitute or I'm going to lose all my money or these people aren't going to like me or I'm going to you know, get frozen in fear and I'm not going to actually do anything to continue growing and building my business. Like I have all the fears. And what I'm dedicated to is truth. And the truth is, is that when I sit with those fears, I have no idea if any of them are true. In fact, what is more true is that I can try different things. I can experiment with my life. I can adjust things in my life so that my life feels good. And it continues to be in alignment so that I can pay all my bills and so that I can um, do all my practices and so that I can have a healthy life and lifestyle. Like I actually can have both. And the other day I was talking to this guy, you know, I asked him, have you ever done anything risky in your life? Have you ever like started a business or, and he was like, yes, when I was 40, you know, I, I was a pastor and I gave up being a pastor to do this other endeavor and it was really, really scary. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And so I was talking to him about, about my situation and something that he said to me is he said, you know, this generation I think is in some ways just privileged in their mindset that they can just go after their dreams. And he was saying like, sure, you can go after your dreams, but it's probably because you have some safety net. Like your parents will bail you out if everything goes wrong or, and, um, and I was listening to him and I was like, yeah, you know, I totally get where you're coming from. I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting mindset. And then what it did is it fed every fear I had that I was going to fail and that I was going to have to call my parents, that I was going to have to, um, you know, I'm 30 and I've never asked my parents for money since I left their house when I was 17. So I'm like, I'm, I've been living so self-efficiently for all those years. And he, you know, it's like sparking all this, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose all my money. I'm going to fail. And then I was talking to my friend about it and we were like, but what if it's not actually privileged? What if it is the more expansive way of thinking and our society has so boxed us into this idea that like yeah sure you can you can go after your dreams but like more than likely you're gonna fail and you're gonna lose all your money and then you're gonna have to like bail your way out or somebody's gonna have to help you out like it's this very fear inducing state of mind and my my inquiry is like why couldn't like why couldn't you just be able to go after something and be smart about how you're going after it and fail and evolve like you're going to? Like, is it privileged to think that we can go after our dreams? I'm not sure. Or is it a more 
evolutionary like way of thinking that we do actually get to create stuff. And that creation, you know, creation is maybe the only truth is that we're constantly in creation. Like I could continue doing the job that creates my stability. And the truth is, is that I feel like it's stability because it's a, it's a paycheck that's the same every week. And, and at any moment that could too be stripped for me. At any moment I could die. At any moment, anything could happen because nothing in this life is permanent. So I could believe these falsities of like, oh, I should stay in the stable thing. Or I could really risk and try to create something that is of service to the world and allow that to be my container for growth and evolution on this planet. And it's true I might fail. But I would rather fail and know that I went after the thing calling at my heart than to quote unquote, stay somewhere where it seems stable and where it seems like safe and that I would rather really go there and see what's possible, see what actually I could create in this life. And I totally get that like uh, maybe other people in other countries and other people in other cultures never have this chance, but I also don't believe that. I believe that their version may look different. And yet they have a mind just like I do and they are in creation mode just like I am and that they are dreaming just like I am and that they too wish and want And go after their dreams just like I am. And I don't think it's a rushed thing. I think it's like the field that Wendell Berry's talking about. Is that we slowly turn the ground. And we plant things in it every year. And they grow. And some don't grow. And some flourish and others die. And then the next year you pull everything up and you till it again. And then you plant again. And you just are doing the cycle and we might as well be doing it towards something that we actually care about. We might as well be putting that time and energy into something that we believe in and something that we believe will add to the world. And I'm just curious if you were to pause and allow yourself to slow down. And allow yourself to just without judgment, gently look at your life and just evaluate where you are. Just evaluate where you are and maybe where your heart is calling you to be. And just sit and evaluate. Not everyone wants to create a business. Not everyone has these heart passions that they want to bring into the world. Some people love like having a family. Some people love buying a piece of land and building a home. Some people love being an artist on the side and listening to your unique call and evaluating your unique life and being honest with yourself, being truly honest with yourself. 
and just see what comes up. And maybe look at the ways that you want to rush things or in the ways that you want quick fixes or in the ways that you're not willing to do the actual work it takes to create something that's fruitful for not only you, but maybe generations to come. And really just be honest. Just see what arises and without judgment, just do an inventory of where you're at. And from that inventory, begin to honestly look at your life and just see what things maybe you need to clean up in your life. See in what ways that you can slow down and actually teal the land that you're trying to harvest and actually take the time to plant what needs to be planted and to take the time to nourish what you've planted and without expectation of a time of how long it will take but just being diligent with what you're creating and creating it every day intentionally and if you try this and something comes up email me. You can email me at KimberlyEliseJohnson at gmail.com. You can also write me on my website, KimberlyCoaching.com. And my prayer for all humans is that we all just find our own sense of peace and freedom. Whether that is staying in a nine-to-five job that you love or that feels okay for you because it offers you the exact income you need for your family or whether it's being an artist and working in, you know, the restaurant industry while you do your passion on the side, or whether it's starting a passion project and starting a business that you really feel called to do, or whether you're meant to just have a family and love on your babies. Whatever it is, I just pray that each human finds their own peace and freedom in this life. And thank you for listening. Until next time, guys.